0: You are listening to the Seeds of Revolution, Daughters of the Whirlwind Podcast. The Revolution, Revolution is, live. is live. Welcome back.
1: Welcome. I'm Dr. Asante Wasuni Ali.
0: I'm Aisha T. Obafemi.
1: And I am Princess Madaya Yisrael. And we are Daughters of the Whirlwind. Yay! <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yes. So today we are doing a uh, salute. We are saluting Mm -hmm. revolutionary babas in our lives. Yes.
0: Including our own.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. And so many community babas that we'll um, share some names a little bit later. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're going to start with talking to our baba, Bilal Sunni Ali, and just a little bit about him For folks who don't know, (laughs) because he has, he's graced us with his presence uh, once before here on the show. And so Bilal Suni Ali is a musician, a performer, Mm -hmm. a composer, an educator, community activist, movement builder. He also has performed on stage playing saxophone, flute and harmonica with Gil Scott Heron, Brian Jackson, Doug Karn, Stevie Wonder, Wynton Marsalis, the American Symphony Orchestra, Jimmy Hops, Spirit, Earl Turbington, Pharaoh Sanders, and many, many more. Mm-hmm. He's taught music and given lectures in public and private schools as well as university campuses. He guest lectured in one of my classes one time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Had everybody calling him Dr. Suvi Ali. No. <laughs> He's lectured at community institutions, locally, nationally, and internationally. Mm. So there's so much that we can say about Baba Bilal Ali. That's just a a small snippet Snippet. um, of who he is. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that he'll be sharing with us um, a bit more as we have a conversation with him today. Mm -hmm. But we really um, wanted to take this time to... Shower him with our love, mm-hmm. with our um, gratitude to express our gratitude mm-hmm. and our appreciation um, for him um, parenting us. Yes, you know all of these years uh, being such a well-rounded Baba. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. Um. So you know, being very serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very, um, dishing out the <laughs> the the discipline. Um, mm-hmm. Growing up, but then also dishing out all the jokes right <laughs> all the laughs, mm-hmm. um, all the fun, and so we want to thank you, Baba Bilal, yes. um for that yeah, Asante sana Baba yes. <laughs> thank you, daddy. We definitely uh one of the greatest gifts that the creator gave him was being a father and he actually embodied it so well or he embodies it so well mm-hmm. he's still present here with us mm-hmm. um and and now even being a grandfather you know pop yes <laughs> and um i think and the uncle and his nieces uncle. and nephews love, love uncle, oh, Baila. Baila. uncle Baila, they love that man so <laughs> it's just um it, it is a blessing though to have you as our father um and to have you be so much to others but you know to know you in a way that um we get to know you and we get to honor you in the same way others do as well because what you gave what you gave to us you gave to them and what you gave to them you gave to us Mm -hmm. and so um so many people just even community people. He has a lot of community sons and daughters who oh, be like, yeah. How's Baba? Yes. What what Baba need? i would be like, Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let me beloved. get my list together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So we um I'm sure, you know, you feel it, Daddy. And um we're just here to let the world know that we, you know, we wanna show it.
0: Yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. everyone, welcome our Baba Bilal to the podcast.
1: Woop woo woo woop yes. woop. Woo, woo. Welcome back. <laughs>
3: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I would, um, as I've, I've been known to say that if if I would be happy just, to, and I am happy, just knowing that y'all exist, not knowing, and if I didn't know who your parents were, if I wasn't related to mm-hmm. you, yeah. The work that you're doing, I'm happy and proud that it's being done, mm-hmm. and the fact that it's yeah, the fact that you're, you're that you're my daughters is just a is just a plus
2: mm-hmm. on the
3: situation because the work that you're doing is ne- is necessary work in this time uh, to take place. Mm-hmm. People need to understand. People need to understand who you are, you know? So it helps them to understand, you know, who I am, to understanding who you are. But it, it helps me understand. It helps me understand who I am. The more I listen, the more I listen to these podcasts. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, a, it's an honor, an honor to be a part of it. And, and I take it as my duty to be a part of it, and um, even though I, even though I almost forgot about it, yeah.
1: <laughs> of course you did, because you have okay. ten thousand Zooms and other meetings.
3: Yeah, and uh, yeah, I got to get on a Zoom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got you. You have limited time with right. us today. We yes. understand.
3: <laughs> I can't. But we but on the schedule. Can, they, they can wait if. if, uh, okay. if Take time, yeah. More they time. might have
1: to wait. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let them wait, <laughs>
3: they can wait a few minutes, okay? Mm-hmm. So well, thank, we're honored. You, thank you all, thank you, WRFG.
1: Yes,
0: thank you for mm-hmm. all that you do, continue to do, and you're the reason why we are sitting here. Yes, mm-hmm. we're just a
3: reflection, mm-hmm. yep. Sitting right in the same seats we said. the same one. Look yeah. at God. <laughs> Look
1: at him. Yeah, yes. that's it's an honor. All praise really due to Allah. Yep, mm-hmm. and it just shows the work that you know you and mommy and Baba Ak and our other mothers um, and uncles and aunts did. It reflects in the work that we do today. So everything that we're doing really is just a. Uh, um, just a salute mm-hmm. to you all. Yeah, a you know. continuation. Yes, yes. A continuation. A carrying it on, carrying it on. And speaking of yeah. that, um, Daddy, one of the things that we wanted to do in addition to honoring and saluting you um, is saluting our revolutionary Babas, you know, in the whirlwind, in mm-hmm. the ancestral realm. And so we yeah. wanted to call on you as our elder um mm-hmm. to call on some of the names of the revolutionary babas of the new African independence movement of our African liberation struggle um you know almost a libation if you will, a roll call um if you can call on some of those names
3: including mm-hmm. mm-hmm. roll, roll call <laughs> <laughs> My name is Pop. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he ain't gonna stop. <laughs> Shabu ya, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll yeah. <laughs> call.
3: Well, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I would. There, there, there are many, um, but there are some. Like I noticed the other day, you mentioned that there were many mamas, but there were some mamas that you just have to call on. Mm-hmm. And I think in. In our movement, in our movement for National Liberation, it's, in, it's important to uh, always recognize um, recognize um, my father, mm-hmm. Robert Johnson, from Rotan, Honduras, mm-hmm. who was your grandfather and my grandfather, your great-grandfather, Roger Johnson, also from Rotan Honduras. And Tommy Johnson and and mm-hmm. William Johnson, his great grandfather, who all of them were born in born and raised in Rotan Honduras. Except for my father who was born there but he was raised. He happened to be raised in New Orleans, which mm-hmm. brought us brothers closer to New Orleans, um, mm-hmm. where my mother was from, and we, you know, I've heard you give honor, give honor to my mother, mm-hmm. and just wanted to make sure that we um, give honor to those uh, from Roton, Honduras, and in, and in recognizing my mother that we give honor to her father, mm-hmm. uh, Eugene Alexander Thompson, who many people know. I'm reminded of a family reunion that we went to, and we saw that there was a cemetery named after our grandfather. And me and my cousins, we asked, mm-hmm. you know, why was this, why did this town name its cemetery after our grandfather? And we were told that back in the days when the Klan would hang black people, and say leave them niggas handed. leave them niggas hanging uh, that my grandfather your great grandfather didn't stand for that hmm. he'd take the bodies down and bury them and call for a community gathering to honor those who had been uh honor those who had been enslaved uh, oh, uh-huh. yeah because they were martyrs Mm-hmm. They were heroes. They were people who stood up against the um, the established white aristocracy,
2: mm-hmm.
3: if we can if we can
2: even <laughs> refer to that aristocracy,
3: yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but stood up to the white mobs. Mm. Oh. I think that's a more befitting title to refer to refer to them. Stood up to these white lawless mobs mm-hmm. and. And 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 created and created within the community uh, an, an allegiance and a, and a a salute to those who were martyrs and not to obey the clan but to obey our own uh what our own soul was telling us that needed to be done and that caught on you know we're glad to say that you know everybody didn't do it. But it, it caught on mm-hmm. and it stopped being a thing where you hear people being hung, but you hear people of bodies being taken down. That that part of that part of the lynching uh-huh. uh, was, the silence was brought to that. And and would also find it important to always recognize Our father, virtually, who was a teacher, taught Islam to many of us, to myself, and your uncle Sekou and Matulu, and was the paternal biological father of your uncles, Lumumba Abdul Shakur and Zaid Malik Shakur. Mm -hmm. We're talking about El-Hajj Saladin Shakur, you know, who who was an associate, a companion, of Malik Shabazz? Mm-hmm. Great Malcolm X, he was a, he, and that's, and he was part of a, of a known as the Andanye Allahu Universal Arabic Association, mm-hmm. which was headed by Hesham, Sheikh Hesham Jabba in uh, Jersey City, New Jersey. And Sheikh Hesham Jabba is noted as the one who did the janaza prayers, who did the funeral prayers for Hajj Malik Shabazz, Malcolm X, mm-hmm. and so we rec- we recognize we recognizing our Abba, Haji Shakur, and we recognize his Imam, Hesham, Hesham Jabba, Jabbar. Uh, who also did the funeral? Who did the funeral procession? then the prayers and did, led the procession for your uncle, Malik Shakur. Mm-hmm. So, and that, passion, Jabba's family have been have been tied to Mr. Bass family because they continue to do the the. The Genesis funeral prayer um, for Betty Shabazz mm. and one of the daughters of Betty Shabazz. So it's been it's been a continuous, close knit tie between between um, Hesham Jabba and his and his children, and 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 El Haj Malik Shabazz, Malcolm X, and his children. And Haji uh, Haji Saludin Shakur and his children, and all of and and all of us who continue to uh, exemplify exemplify what it means to be what it means to be Muslim, what it means to be Black revolutionary nationalist, what it means to be internationalist, what it means to be. What it means to be culturally tied and to the ongoing struggle for black liberation. Um, we, you know, we, and, and once I say those names, then it, it, you know it's also extremely important that we raise the name, we raise the name of, of your grandfather who was the he was the um minister of defense at the same time that he was the assistant i mean he was the um vice vice president the eastern regional vice president of the republic of new africa Mm
2: -hmm.
3: and as minister of defense he was not just the minister of defense of the people who were part of the provisional government of the Republic of New Africa, but the entire Republic of New Africa, the entire mm-hmm. African nation. Mm-hmm. He was the minister of defense by many military formations in the New African nation. And that who was taking part in the, in the struggle for the national liberation of New Africa. And, um, just want to always, you know, remember, you know, remember these, these particular fathers Mm
2: -hmm.
3: and think about and remember the many other fathers who were close to us, who like, you know, if we went on to talk about all of them, it Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) would, you know. We we would tell we would definitely be telling people to wait till we finish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, it'd be hours, yeah. hours and it
3: hours. On and on. just like when we sometimes when we call out the names of political prisoners mm-hmm. and prisoners of war and exiles, it would we we have a we have a ten minute or fifteen minute program called uh, Political Prisoner Report. And if we, if, it, it would take the whole 15 minutes if we just wanted to call the names of all the political prisoners. <laughs> uh, it would take that 15 minutes every week mm. to not give reports just to call their names. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's important that the names that we call on, that people use uh, Google mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. As, a, as a first step toward finding out who these who these people were, right? Who these people were, and who are these, who are these organizations for and formations that we, that we spoke of, that these people led, and so it's important to um, encourage everyone to do that, and 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 let that be a start towards uh, you yourself. Uh, stepping toward, um, and I say you yourself—not just talking to my children who are there in the studio, but I'm talking to all those who adhere to be a part of the ongoing national liberation struggle, for liberation of self-determination of Africans in America or New Africans, uh-huh. as we prefer to call ourselves. Uh-huh.
1: Thank you for that. Asante. Yes. And Ashe um uh, to all of those names that you yeah. named. Yes. And I <laughs> wanted to <laughs> you mentioned um what our great grandfather Eugene did. Um and it's similar to the story of what our great grandfather George Austin, Austin did who is our grandfather Lajo Adebolola's father. Um <laughs> he resided in Millageville, Georgia, and his I mean very similar story where he would ride on his horse and ride through and and take down the bodies of of um those that were lynched of women and men and children and return them to their families um to have an honorable burial and to bring some closure and peace to those families and he was ran out of Military Georgia and had to change his Last name you know mm-hmm. so it's a lot of different Histories but the similarities In these stories um, it, it just shows how Connected we are as a people You know it's so many of those stories I'm Sure so many people Have similar stories of similar um, Heroism In their family mm-hmm. of their Grandfathers great grandfathers during Those times where it Was <laughs> you know you were threatened with Your own life if you even mm-hmm you know dare to to give honor to some to one that was lynched by this um by the hands of those uh, oppressors at the time the colonizers so you know it's um it's a it was it's a beautiful history that you just gave um and it just also shows where you know part of our strength comes from and mm-hmm. our our uh what do you call it Our drive to Mm -hmm. not, I won't say it's to um, fight everything, but to stand for what's right, to stand Mm -hmm. on principle, Mm -hmm. um, and to be disciplined in our Mm stance. And they were disciplined in the work that they did, and that's revolutionary. You know, a lot of people think revolution is just um, saying that you're part of a certain organization or... You know, but revolution means change. The word <laughs> itself. So you know, and so many people did revolutionary acts. Mm-hmm. I was gonna um, say, yeah, it's actions. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That um, we have to we have to honor them and we have to speak about those, and and understand that um, most of us are revolutionaries. Most of our ancestors are revolutionaries. Right. Mm-hmm. Those who right. didn't make it and those that did. Yes. You mm-hmm. know, because those who didn't make it. They did they acted in their revolution of what they wanted to do and what they were not going to submit themselves to any further. So you know, we thank them for their her, um, for their life that mm-hmm. they gave, you mm-hmm. know for for us to be surviving today. Mm-hmm. So you know, honoring our babas is, is, is a lot, you know mm-hmm. like, like like Daddy, you said earlier, we honored our mamas, but the babas is so important because the work that babas do you know it's different mhm you know and of course us as women we don't know it all and we can't identify with it in the in the in the same stance as our fathers and our brothers and our uncles and our cousins but we can appreciate it and um i know for me as a woman just to know that i have that strong blood in me mm-hmm. you know it gives me so much pride and it also gives me so much it allows me to even stand taller Say, so, oh, yeah, I could do that because I know that mm-hmm. this is what my grandfather and my great grandfather and great grandfather and great grandfather did, you know, and my father. So um, that history is important. And I thank you. And and I also pray that others will, you know, seek out their history mm-hmm. because what you don't when yeah, you who, don't know. Who was your grandfather right, and your great grandfather? Right. Mm-hmm. Because when you don't know it, you know, you fall into this trap of feeling like you don't you don't have anything to stand on, but I, I will prob- I will be sure to say that every, I believe most of us, if we look back, most of our um, grandfathers and, you know, fathers did some heroicism for the people. You know, we had our Uncle Toms and stuff, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Balance, say, but you know, balance. You know, most of you know who your if your grandpa was over time or not. <laughs> <laughs> but <we're>, but, <laughs> 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 but we thankful. You know, just mm-hmm. know your history. <laughs> know your history. <laughs> yeah. What I was gonna say too was um, <laughs> the history that that Daddy laid out. Just our own, you know, familial history um, and history. You know, within the the African Liberation Movement. Um, is also reflective of, as Afua said, you know, as as Princess Madaya said, the fact that as African people we have always resisted, you know, as Daddy said earlier, the establishment, you know, um, white vigilantes, white mobs. Um, we have always resisted, you know, contrary to popular belief or, or Kanye's belief <laughs> slavery <laughs> was a choice right. um, and all this yeah, other nonsense, you know. <laughs> History shows, you know, when mm-hmm. you look at um, uprisings and mm-hmm. um, maroon communities, yes. you know, societies mm-hmm. even um, in every arena, you know, mm-hmm. in, in every geographic space where um, African people were, we were resisting in, mm-hmm. in various forms. Yes. We can lay out all the different ways in which you can resist Mm -hmm. um you spoke to that earlier too that you Mm -hmm. know revolution didn't look just one way and resistance didn't look just one way um it was varied and it had to match you know the the violence that was being enacted at that time Um, physical you know spiritual Spiritual. emotional and psychological violence and so our resistance strategies have looked um, different in response to those things. Mm-hmm. And um baba blau you didn't mention this and I know I <laughs> that, that this something. is this is a longer conversation. Um but one of the other things that makes me proud um, of the history that you laid out is um knowing that the our grandfather and grandfathers great greats and greats that you mentioned um, who were you know, born and reared in Roatan, Honduras, were also um, what you call Garifuna people, mm-hmm. um, who were people who are, right? The Garifuna are still alive. Yes, and <laughs> uh, Tens and thousands of them, not mm-hmm. only in Central America, but all over um, the United States mm-hmm. as well. Um, and I'm sure other parts of the world, but um, you didn't speak to this history. But but the Garifuna are um, African people, mm-hmm. you know, who retained their African culture um, mm-hmm. and who were who, who were never enslaved. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, Daddy and I talk about that history a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually a part of a couple of research projects that I'm doing. So I re- I um, refer to Daddy's wisdom, um, mm-hmm. and we have these conversations a lot. But I wanted to mention that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of thinking about you know African resistance and that being a part of um not only our familial legacy um but the the legacy of of black people mm-hmm.
3: yeah but but bringing that up it makes me uh, makes me bring up another aspect of 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 understanding uh who we are as a people, and that's you know the the Jared Funa, uh, came to the Western Hemisphere long before the uh, slave trade mm-hmm. uh, brought Africans to the Western Hemisphere. Um, and when they came around uh, around 800, around 800 A.D. or 900 A.D., at that when they came to the Western Hemisphere, they found other. They found other dark-skinned people already living here. Right. It's not like when we studied uh, when we studied the history of, of of Abu Bakr. They said he prepared uh, two thousand ships. Mm-hmm. So that's different from uh, an explorer. You know, we, mm-hmm. they talk about European explorers. They were exploring, just going out to find out what they could find. Right. But when you and you have your society prepared, two thousand ships, and you make provisions. You kind of know where you go. Oh yeah,
2: right.
3: oh yeah. So it, it speaks to a whole other sense of who African people are mm-hmm. and who they understood themselves to be. Mm-hmm. Um, before this trade, before this slave trade business got got started, mm-hmm. and that we had not only traveled to this part of the world. But had traveled back to that part of the world, mm-hmm. time and time again. So we have, um, you have, um, like in Charleston, South Carolina. You know, you have, you have relics and bones of, of Africans over ten thousand years old, existing, showing the existence of African community in South Carolina what they call South Carolina over ten thousand years ago. And and we have all through Louisiana I know and fortunately we 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 came to 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 New Orleans, Louisiana when we came from uh rural Honduras and our family. And and you know growing up in growing up in New Orleans, the Indians here they come. <laughs> And yelling, said, "Here comes!" So we know that there's there's a great deal of uh, indigenous that a lot of people don't, a lot of people have just not bothered to recognize, have bo- not bothered to study. And one of the things that um, one of the things that our Imam Imam Jamil Alamein, has said that, you know, all the Muslims should study uh, the indigenous the history of the indigenous nations that surround you and that would mean that indigenous nations that you are a part of because the the closest indigenous nations are those nations that you are yourself a part of and so it's important to study that history and and to understand the the indigenous the indigenous black and the and the black indigenous uh as one, and we can't, you know, you can't say, "Well, I'm half Indian" or "I'm one quarter Indian," or, <laughs> like <right>. they did <laughs> in Louisiana, like the like the Europeans tried to do. They created classes of people called octaroons, if you will. Like, mm-hmm. if you have one, if one of your great grandparents was uh, was uh, was melanated, you were octaroon, and then they, mm-hmm. then they had like, you know, different different classes because trying to break it down to who you were based on how many uh, what people of what different nations your uh, grandparents and great-grandparents and great-great grandparents um, came from Uh but we recognize that even if we that if we did if we had this if we had this understanding if we had this ability to travel that's just that's just a part of us, and so we don't even have to get into, uh, oh, I'm half Cherokee or oh, I'm half Choctaw. Oh, I'm one quarter Choctaw. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I got you Indian know. in my family.
3: Yeah, we is yeah, and we all West Indian anyway. Mm, right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs>
0: Well, before you go, Barbara, uh, mm-hmm. because there's one thing that we didn't say, and I'm, you know, I know, y- see, y- your schedule's so busy, so you didn't even catch us on it this time. Mm-hmm. You know, you always say that you are originating member of the notorious mm-hmm. Bronx Blacks. and Harlem mm-hmm. chapter of the Black Panther Party, so yes. can you talk about that
3: briefly? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I... I yeah, I was one of the first people who started organizing the Black Panther Party for self-defense in the Bronx, and at that time we didn't have a chapter in Harlem, so we we organized the Bronx chapter and the Harlem chapter um, together, and and I I use the term notorious because. Um, you know the black panther party is is seen is seen by the uh is seen by the state as being enemies of the state not enemies of the people but um but enemies of the state because we stood for things that the state didn't stand for mm-hmm. and we were and we had we we were we we were called notorious because we led a uh at the same time that we led a a UN demonstration at the UN, we also led a red strike in Harlem simultaneously, and the Black Council, the National Black Panther Party office was saying, uh, was saying that 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 the red strike in Harlem was uh, was not was not sanctioned by the national black Panther party but we didn't care we knew that our people needed the organization that we we were offering them uh, because they needed they needed that it, they needed that in order to survive mm-hmm. you know in order to in order to be able to build in order to be able to save money and create our own uh repairs on on these buildings and and point this out to other builders so we were We were notorious because we were we were um we were constantly fighting uh we were constantly fighting for self-determination and constantly fighting those who claimed to be for self-determination but had not looked at it Mm -hmm. another reason that we we were considered notorious is because we 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 carried on warfare against those who brought drugs in our community i know the national black uh, the national uh, the national central committee uh, said that we shouldn't we shouldn't do that you know that we shouldn't um, but how you gonna fight how you gonna fight for liberation and you got people bringing drugs in the community and you're not even trying to stop that mm-hmm. you know? yeah and then another reason we were called notorious this is just a few of the reasons but another reason we were called notorious. Is because the national, the national central committee said at the time, during the time of, of, uh, and again you're going to need to go and do some history, but during the time of Huey Newton's um, legal campaign, there was there was a slogan that was raised that was launched, a slogan that said "Free Huey," or "The sky's the limit." Free Huey mm-hmm. or the sky's the limit. And the day before the verdict went down, it was a national flurry around the country saying, we want people to understand that free Huey or the sky's the limit means that we will we will go to the highest court mm-hmm. in the land in our attempts to free our, our comrade Huey Newton. Mm-hmm. And we want people to understand that. And that when they said, uh, we need somebody to tell tell the Harlem chapter so that the Harlem chapter falls in line. So then they came and asked me hmm. to tell the Harlem chapter to fall in line behind this line, which we considered a jive line. How are you going to say, Tree Huey, Huey or sky's the limit? And then you're going to change what the sky's the limit meant. So when I called back to uh, when I called back to uh, to Harlem, called specifically t- to your uncle, mm-hmm. Lamumba Shakur. And the verdict had been in and they asked, what's the word? And I said, the sky's the limit. The notorious Bronx Harlem chapter. The next day, Newspaper said Huey found guilty Panthers keep word There were police cars mm-hmm. Shot up, there were police cars Turned over, there were police cars Set on fire And we uh, so, so it was said Even though many chapters of the Black Panther Party Didn't adhere to that Sky's the limit um, the Notorious Harlem Drunk Staff, we definitely adhere to that mm. discuss, and adhere to it today. Mm.
1: Okay, now, nice. all right. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for sharing. <laughs> well,
0: yes, that was our notorious Baba Bilal Sunni Ali people. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if you didn't know, now you now know. Yes, <laughs> so.
1: And like he said, Google. <laughs> Google <laughs> some of these people it, it, that he it'll mentioned. It'll share
0: some things.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So thank you daddy um
3: well, and thank you so much for for um for keep, for keeping up the struggle and for for continuing doing as you all are doing. And mm. I I got to go. Cause <laughs>
1: <laughs> we do yes, we, we appreciate your time. Yes. <laughs> yes. As daddy said when you get me to start talking, yeah. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm a keep talking. Yeah. Yep. So we love you. Thank you so much for yes. your time today and we'll talk to you awesome. soon. Nakapenda. Nakapenda.
3: Peace.
1: And, um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Baba Bilal. Yes. Yay. <laughs> mm.
0: Such and a powerful voice in the way he tells stories. Yes. and
1: mm-hmm. the way that he tells <laughs> multiple stories so in, in one. one. <laughs> you ask one question, I was like, oh, okay. and surely you will get a couple of different yes. topics yes. and subjects and, and definitions. A lot of history. and History all rolled into one. So we give thanks for that. Yes, Yes, we do give
0: thanks for that. Mm -hmm. And as we continue on with honoring our Babas. Yes. So um, I don't think we talked a whole lot about it because it just wasn't necessary. If you you get it, you get it. Yeah. Um, But, you know, for the listeners, I will Explain this <laughs> or say this in the way that we say it. Yes. So we have a large family. We come from a large family. A large, yeah. And you know, some people would say it's blended, but we are just a large family. Yes. Mm-hmm. We don't have and we don't step. That's
1: Ain't right, no, no half stepping. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so and and I say that to say that um, Baba Balau is my Baba. Mm-hmm. Although he married my mother when I was nine, he is my baba. So my baba, Ahmed Obafemi, my biological, who is all of our Baba Ahmed. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's my um, baba. you know <laughs> <That's my laughs> it baba belongs to all I'm of so <laughs> us.
2: <laughs>
0: you know, and and that's just how it's always been and that's mm-hmm. why there were and well, there were originally seventeen siblings. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um Oof. we've lost a couple. But yeah, yeah, so when I say that to people, they're like, you have what? <laughs> so, yes, but that is just who yeah. we are, and, 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 and we love it that way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I am honored to be the eldest daughter mm-hmm. of those said siblings. The so <laughs> we're going to now pay tribute to our uh, Baba Ahmed, who Baba
2: transitioned uh,
0: um, to the yeah. realm of the ancestors February 18th of 2022. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Ahmed... Obafemi, excuse me, Ahmed Chakazulu, Obafemi, (laughs) Uh (laughs) was born on September 25th, 1938, in Valhalla, New York, and raised in New Rochelle, New York, by Catherine and William Brewster Dixon, his parents. He was the oldest of 10. He had an amazing singing voice, Mm -hmm. and he started singing at, you know, very young teenage age. (laughs) And he um, founded a few singing groups. The Love Lords was the most popular, and they (laughs) they recorded some records. They won Showtime at the Apollo. Mm -hmm. He became friends with uh, Frankie Lyman and the teenagers, and, you know, that was his Mm -hmm. life for a bit. And then he became a citizen of the Republic of New Africa. And at that time, he immediately was targeted because he was so outspoken
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you know, was speaking about the injustices, and so he became a political prisoner for a time. And all of our parents have been political prisoners at one time or another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so Baba was a founding member of Freedom Now, the New African People's Organization, and the Malcolm X Grassroots Movement. He was a key organizer in Harlem. And he was a major catalyst in the change from Lenox Avenue to Malcolm X Boulevard in Harlem. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Ahmed lectured throughout the U.S. on numerous college campuses, community rallies, radio and television programs. He has represented the New African Independence Movement internationally in Zimbabwe, Tanzania, Libya, Ghana, Puerto Rico, Nicaragua, Cuba, Germany, France, Canada. In South Africa. And there's more that I'm sure that I'm missing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) His work has initiated alliances with national liberation struggles and progressive organizations inside the U.S. borders and worldwide. Ahmed is a father, grandfather, great-grandfather, brother, uncle, godfather, cousin, comrade, mentor, and friend. Mm. And there's so much more to the story, but that's just a little bit to give you a little bit of history mm-hmm. on who our Baba Ahmed Chaka Zulu Obafemi is, because he still lives. Mm-hmm. Ahmed lives in the people's struggle; his he spirit li- is alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ahmed lives in the people's struggle; he will never, never die. die. Mm-hmm.
1: Ashay. Ashay. Mm-hmm. We love you, Baba. Yes, yes. Baba Ahmed. And and I'm sh- I know if Daddy was on, <laughs> yeah. he would. Talk about this. Um, there was Mm -hmm. such a beautiful moment at uh Baba Ahmed's celebration of life Mm -hmm. um last year where Baba Bilal um talked about the fact that you know they were they were brothers, yeah, you know, they were comrades, um, and they were our fathers, our you know, collectively, Mm -hmm. and so there wasn't any. You know, ain't nothing, yeah. <laughs> you know, between nothing. them but love. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, but love and a commitment to be the fathers of of all of us. Of this family. Um, mm-hmm. I want to share just a little bit of a reflection um, that I wrote after he passed mm-hmm. um, last year, and it says, uh, "I vividly remember an encounter one summer not too long ago. Ahmed was talking to someone within earshot of me, and I overheard him say." That's my daughter. So I turned to look at the person as if to confirm his statement. And the person had a confused look <laughs> on their face. Um, and this wasn't the only time that this happened. Um, but I remember this particular encounter where the person looked and said, this is your Baba? And I said, yes. <laughs> to which they immediately followed up with, wait, I, I thought Baba Bilal <laughs> was your <laughs> Baba. <laughs> and I say, he is, <laughs> you know. Um, so the person looked even more confused after that, and, and Ahmed and I just looked at each other, you know, with mm-hmm. that understanding, um, because what was understood didn't need, need to, to be, be explained, explained. That's right, That's right? right. Um, So Ahmed was in my life, all of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, he was always um, my baba, you know, as we said earlier, no half-stepping in our family. Um, you know, he and my mother were not exes you know they were not what you would call exes but they were comrades Mm -hmm. um and and like i said before daddy shared in this in this union it was a union that the three of them had along Mm -hmm. with other comrades um to continue the work and continue the parenting of all of us and so i salute you Uh, Baba Ahmed today, you know, and every day Mm -hmm, uh, until I take my last breath. I love you. I miss you. The jokes. Once again, another full human being, full, Full. you know, full of (laughs) jokes and laughter. Mm -hmm. I mean, upon walking up on this man, he got, (laughs) he had something (laughs) for you. Whether it was a story, a word, Mm -hmm. a joke. Um, and he always cared about your well-being. Yes. Um, he was always like, what you working on? Right. What you got going mm-hmm. on? Mm-hmm. And he would actually listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you got some folks that say, oh, how you doing? Or, what you to? What you up to? Mm-hmm. And they don't really, you know, care. Never, to, yeah. You know, it's just kind of. Conversation yeah, passing by, um, but for him he was really invested, yes, and he would take time and actually listen and give you feedback, mm-hmm. you know on what it is that you're working on, so yeah, I give thanks for him as as one of my Babas. yes, yes, and yeah. while
0: we're doing that, I also wanted to mention um you know on his biological line mm-hmm. um giving honor to. Um, my grandfather, mm-hmm. William Brewster Dixon, and um who was the father of these ten children, <laughs> <laughs> and then my uncles i'll start with the ones who have you know transitioned already my uncle John, uncle Curtis, my uncle Dickie, uncle Jarbu, uncle Sonny, mm. and then my uncle's Reuben. And James, who are still with us here, mm-hmm. give thanks for them yeah, sure, yeah. and everything that they have done and contributed to us, you know over our lifetime. and we thank them for being such amazing, amazing men in our lives.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know uh, Baba Ahmed was uh, he was amazing, like everything my sisters um, said spoke. Everything about him. Um I, uh, missing him definitely. Missing all his jokes. <laughs> um, just missing the way that he would just look at me and say things to me of um how I reminded him of my mother and how he just um really loved the way that I took care of things and took care of everyone. And, you know, it was just an honor to share with my siblings. Because, you know, as we've already said, um, he wasn't biologically my father, but he was all my life I've known him as Baba, as my Baba. And so, you know, in that those last couple of weeks of his life, to be able to be there um, and hold his hand and just tell him the things that were on my heart and have those moments with him, you know, is something that I'll never forget. Um, and I appreciate the Creator for allowing me to be able to do that because a lot of times we don't get the chance to say mm-hmm. see you later mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. thank you and no, thank, or thank you yeah. or just you know just space. i love you or yeah, yeah. Just and just space. so they know and a lot of times we don't even get to allow um our parents or our loved ones to go in a in a space of peace yeah you know and and not even Knowing if they truly were loved or if they truly were respected That's and right. honored. And one thing I'm thankful for is that, you know, we did a Zoom did call that, yes. for him oh, yes. where so many people yeah. were able to reflect their love for him. Um, and and one thing that that truly, you know, like we said about uh, Pop is he was a grandfather. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. his grandchildren uh, adored right. Grandpa Ackman. Yeah. Yeah. And like, they were everything to and him. And everything to him. And, and just like he was our father, he was the grandfather to all of them. Oh, yeah, all the And, jokes. um, you know, I just, I loved that even they took their time with him when they interviewed him and they would ask him questions, you know, and he would have his jokes and serious times with them and teach them. He, every time he talked to us, Just like Bob Bilal, it was a lesson. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just, I'm so appreciative of all the lessons, all the jokes, all the time. And just as we said earlier, you know, we all have our special relationships. And I felt like, you know, me and him had a very special relationship. Um, And I appreciated the fact that he took (laughs) everything. He took every opportunity to joke with me about the Sabbath or (laughs) just about whatever I was doing. But he also always, you know, um, told me how proud of me he was. And that, you know, that's something that continues. Well, that's something that allows me to continue the work that I'm doing is knowing that, you know, he was proud and that I'm continuing to make him proud and all of our ancestors proud but um you know just thankful that i had more than one father because some people don't even have a father so i had two and uh i'm blessed i'm thankful and i pray that you know um these these stories that we're you know giving out lifts up others so that they can honor their fathers and then even become better men so that they can be fathers to their children so you know i think Him and I thank daddy for being the greatest role models of fatherhood Mm -hmm. that all of us have and had. Um, And even for being such pillars for our brothers and our sons to now some of them are fathers and I watch them and I see just the greatness of their them being fathers and how they have taken on the principles the love, the discipline, the joke, all of it, Mm -hmm, you know, the fun mm -hmm, times mm -hmm. and being great in their fatherhood. And I salute them, you know, I salute Mm -hmm. all of our brothers who are fathers because they are doing phenomenal jobs as fathers. We don't have a deadbeat brother as a father at all. None of our brothers, you know, are out there not doing what they're supposed to do for their children, Mm -hmm. you know, and I appreciate that in them because that's revolutionary in itself in this day and time in America because they don't want black men to be fathers. Mm-hmm. And our brothers have taken that stand and they take it so like serious. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, oh yeah. They do. and they take being uncles and being role and mentors. Yeah, so being a
0: like being a dad.
1: Yeah. Because oh, yeah. believe and me, they, mm, they, they are being definitely a big being bro- bro- big brother and oh, a big father brother to some of my children. And I appreciate it. And my children look at them like Oh, okay. I never
0: forget the time yeah. when Uncle Chaka Jamila was trying to go somewhere <laughs> with him. Right. And the shoes she had on, I don't know. He was just like,
2: no. No. Right.
0: <laughs> and she looked at me and I said, yeah, Uncle. Said yeah.
1: No. you yeah. <laughs> yeah. said that cuz that's I'd be like they be like are you afraid of Uncle? Chaka? I'm like no. But understand that.
0: He already said what he, he, said. Said, what he said. He said what he and said. And
1: if you want to go with him, you better do <laughs> <laughs> whatever he said cuz I'm not about to try to go One thing I'm not about to do is have a debate with this man about <laughs>
0: <laughs> what he said. He <laughs> right. said what he said.
1: So, I just appreciate <laughs> our brothers. Um, I and, do, too. You know, I yeah. do too. Jeff, and I Jay, to, Chaka, Kofi, Ishmael, Kofi, Kofi
2: Ishmael,
0: Paul, Asad, yeah. yes. yes. You know,
1: all of y'all Out fathers. Abdullah, it. a great uncle mm-hmm. to all of his nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Warren, Warren, James, James you know. Yes. Um, it's just phenomenal to see you all become men. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, Khalil. Yes. Khalil. Khalil. Yes, Khalil. and. Yes. You know, just to have y'all in our life is so important, and we thank you. And this Father's Day is, is super special. It is. Mm-hmm. It is super special,
0: and it means a lot. I a wanted lot. to just comment on something you said before, and I know mm-hmm. you you were you were saying it for those people. Or, well, for those men who aren't necessarily doing what they need to do, mm-hmm. but I wanted to address um, what we are sometimes led to believe it's a deadbeat dad. Yeah. But it's not really. That's true. Um yeah. because there are situations and times um mm-hmm. where men speak on it. You know, are 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 set up mm-hmm. in a way and they, you know, want to be in their children's yes. lives mm-hmm. and they're not allowed. not allowed. Yes. And then the narrative is changed mm-hmm. to make them look like the mm-hmm. bad guy. Right. Mm-hmm. And to make it look like they, you know, don't did not do it right. It. Mm-hmm. They did not want to be a part they like they mm-hmm. do not, you know, they even trying to contribute, trying to do what they do. Mm-hmm. And then it's years later, sometimes that the children don't even find out
2: right? because, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. you know, the, the, the man is not bad bad mouthing their mother right, or right. family mm-hmm. or whoever right. is stepping in between them. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to bring that up because yeah. I think it's infor- unfortunate and I would love to see more people stand up Mm -hmm. and call people out on those behaviors because the children are the ones who who are suffering that's Mm -hmm. right and you know that is unfair you know everybody needs their father you know and like Mm we have said we we were blessed to have two yes and when I tell you it's truly a blessing it Mm -hmm. it truly is a blessing because Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I missed anything yes you know from a dad you know and having that Mm -hmm. and you know like Taywa said like It's interchangeable. People would see me with Baba Bilal. (laughs) Oh, y'all look just so like, we were like, thank you so (laughs) much. (laughs) We truly appreciate
2: it.
0: You know, and uh, and we're laughing, you know, we're smiling, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's like, oh, oh, oh. And then somebody might come back and be like, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that. blah 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 wasn't you. i said but he is is, and then they're looking at me like like, uh, okay (laughs) but you know but that's that just goes to show you you know just how how close you know our our relationships Mm -hmm. are you know and and how important that it has been for Mm -hmm. us to have those relationships and for our children to have you know grandpa I Grandpa, you know, Bilal Pop, (laughs) you know, like Mm -hmm. that's just what it is. And, you know, it's special. And, you know, I think everyone should experience that. And so I would love for people, you know, if you're listening, you haven't spoken to your father in a while. If you're Mm -hmm. listening you haven't spoken to your child in a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Reach out. Send Mm -hmm. a message. yeah, You know, sometimes it's just who Who reaches out first? you know yeah. it doesn't mean that the other person doesn't want to hear from you mm-hmm. doesn't want to know that you're okay doesn't want you know you to check on them to to talk to you you right. know mm-hmm. and it, all it takes is that and it just might be one conversation mm-hmm. right. you know and then y'all can take it from there, but life yeah. is too short, so we need to um definitely life is too short so we need to love on each other yes and 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 be the mm-hmm. change that we want to see. Exactly. So, you know, yeah. I, I you know, it's important. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to yeah. say that, you know, for this Father's Day mm-hmm. and especially for those who are here, you know, celebrating without their fathers yeah. in the physical, mm-hmm. you know, if you have men in your life who mm-hmm. are fathers, you know, you have sons who mm-hmm. are fathers, nephews, cousins, mm-hmm. you know, Uncle's. embrace them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Show them love. Help yeah. them to keep doing what they need to do to be the best fathers possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's on, on, on each of us to mm-hmm. help each other, Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, and love one, one another. Yeah. So that's my and message. I, want and
2: yep.
1: since, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I want to say it before I forget. Okay. Oh, <laughs> um, two things, uh, you know, I love the fact that you both brought up, um, you know, Aisha in um, kind of, carried forward the idea that you had around, Mm -hmm. you know, deadbeat and and really kind of explaining Mm -hmm. the nuances around what that could mean. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I want to say salute to those, to those fathers as well. Who, you know, may not be allowed to be a part of your child's yeah, exactly. life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And and salute to those fathers who have to love their children from afar. Mm-hmm. You know, who have to send them love, you know, yeah. spiritually, yes. emotionally, mm-hmm. um, you know, through phone calls right. or through or whatever. Through other people. Right. Yeah. Through other people, through yeah. whatever mode of communication mm-hmm. or connection that they have. Absolutely. Um, and also salute to those to those sons and fathers who, you know, may have toxic fathers. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I I, completely understand what you're saying, Aisha, in terms of, you know, life being short and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, reaching out. But then sometimes you reach out and, and, and yeah. that daddy ain't yeah. ready. <laughs> yeah, you know and, and that's just True. that's just a reality it that is. we have mm-hmm. you know in our communities mm-hmm. um, you know in our families, yeah. right mm-hmm. where some fathers trauma are just not able mm-hmm. right to, to be healthy mm-hmm. fathers yeah. um, to, to be loved and to love right mm-hmm. And so salute to those fathers and sons as well yeah. um, who have to love their own fathers from afar. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted to also salute to, you know, um, my husband, I'm when we married. I had five children, and when he started courting, when we started courting, the one thing he said was, "When I marry you, I I marry. Well, not I don't marry your children, but I take responsibility Mm -hmm. for your children." Mm -hmm. And in these years of our marriage, he has done nothing but show that, and I appreciate that because that's what I grew up, you know, Mm -hmm. with. As we already stated, you know, so marrying um, him. And even watching him do that has been so blessed—a uh, blessing for me, you know. Because my children, you know, yes, they have their father's present, but it's something different when your mother marries, and that man takes on that role as well. So now that they have more than one father, um, and and it's a bless, and I'm I'm thankful, you mm-hmm. know, because a lot of we don't always get that. You yeah. Know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and um, it's
0: helpful when they're understanding too. Yes, a, Yes. A story. I think y'all know the story. Yeah. <laughs> I was nine mm-hmm. when when mommy and Baba Bilal got married and we were in the house and I would speak. You mm-hmm. know, I was very cordial. Right. I would speak, but there was no conversation. Right. <laughs> and um mommy Boosh. said <laughs> one day, she said, "Aisha, you could talk to him and he said, Leave her alone. hmm She has a Baba. Yeah. He said, Just give her time. She's just She's not being disrespectful, mm-hmm. and I was
2: like, "Oh,
0: yeah, it's so sweet." Like yeah. he was like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but he, like he understood, like yeah. right? He, he yeah. understood. He protected
1: you in that moment. Yeah, that's one thing, you know, and and it's <laughs> it's similar story with with Zeki and Prince because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, Zeki, you know, and he's like give her time. Mm-hmm. She has a father and they mm-hmm. have a relationship. Yeah. And so for her to accept me has to be on her time and let us build. And now yeah. they have a beautiful relationship. Yep. And it you know like mommy I was like I get in there girl and, <laughs> and show that man appreciation but because we you know we have to realize that that's their relationship. Yeah. That was you and daddy's relationship to yep. cultivate. And so that's another part of that um fatherhood you know as we as women we don't even they can see it we don't we're just like you know let's get it done but they're like no let's cultivate this healthful healthfully so that when she does need me she know I'm here exactly it's not a oh you gotta accept me because I'm your mother's husband Mm -hmm. but let the acceptance be you know a willing acceptance so I appreciate that about you know how daddy did that with you and how prince did that with Zeki and so many other fathers i'm sure are doing that or men are doing that when they embrace um and marry women with children um so it's so many dynamics to yes, fatherhood is, yes, and i'm is. grateful that we've seen and experienced different ones mm-hmm. um but you know and definitely don't want to just happy Father's Day to all yes. the fathers all out the there, father. you happy know. Father's day. To my yes. children's fathers, to to my my Brothers. uncles, right? Yes. You all know, all the uncles, my nephews who have children, mm-hmm. cousins, cousins, like so ooh, many, so many. We and love um, you all. And like we yes. said, who are father figures? You may yes. not have biological yes. children yourself, yeah, um, but you show up, you yeah. know, for the little ones and in, in, in the yep. family. Yes, yeah. so that's right. We sure appreciate show you out. So, mm-hmm. thank you so much. Thank yes. you very much. Yep. Happy Father's Day. Happy, yes. Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Woo.
0: Blessings. You have been listening to the Seeds of Revolution Daughters of the Whirlwind podcast. Be blessed.
2: Look for me in the world.